up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. How you doing, Will? Doing well, Steve. We are here at the end of June, coming up on the 4th of July holiday here in the States. Um, so we've got a nice long weekend ahead of me here. I assume you guys don't have any extra days off uh, up there in Canada for that? Uh, no, we do. Um, July 1st is our uh, Independence Day. Oh, uh, cool. Canada Day, as they call it, yeah. Okay, so same time, really. So all good on that front. And then um, an especially big day today. We're recording on Wednesday because the NHL draft is today. Yeah, Flyers have two first-round picks. Two for now. We'll see what happens. There's a lot of uh, a lot of trade talk with us. Our uh, mini, mini um, Flyers podcast here, Steve. You, you expecting any big trades to go down tonight for the Flyers? I, they're trying. I know for a They've fact. They've been wheeling and dealing. I mean, that program yeah. trade, they got a lot back. Yeah, they had um, they had a big deal set up with uh, St. Louis, but uh, a player at St. Louis wouldn't waive their no trade clause. Um, there's another trade with Carolina that I think the league is kind of mad about. Um, uh, it's like a cap um, circumvention situation. Is there um, a minimum which, that the Flyers would have there, to be at? There is a minimum. Okay. Um, but for this specific rule, there's a, a rule in the NHL where if you are on, like, so to put a, 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 a football spin on it, if you are an Eagle and then the Eagles trade whoever, Jalen Hurts, to the Colts, the Colts cannot trade Jalen Hurts back to the Eagles within 12 months. Oh, interesting. Because what, what would happen, and it would happen in this situation, is the Eagles could say, like, well, we don't have the salary cap for Hurts, so we're going to trade him to the Colts. He stays with the Colts for a year, and then the Colts trade him back, but then retain, like, 50% of Hurts' salary. Ah, so suddenly ah. it works out. So It's basically just at a him. way a team can take on salary, but you know, exactly. and get some compensation for it. Exactly. Now the silly part is like the, the flyers have changed their general manager. So like, yeah. there was clearly no plan to do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, they're doing some stuff. I'm not sure who they're going to draft. There's a, um, a Russian that's out there that is apparently like Ovechkin levels of potential. The number one but, guy that everyone's excited about. No, the number one guy is uh, Canadian. Uh, Batard. Yeah, he's yeah, he's just going to be the number one. But like by far the two is I think you pronounce it Mitchkov. Okay, um, but he signed to play in Russia for three years. It's uh, Russia, who's kind of a politically unstable situation yeah. right now. So he might not ever come over. So is that a situation where maybe he'll fall because of that? He could. So the Flyers are, are very much. Uh, rumored to you know if he gets to seven they'll take him they're trying to trade up to five to take him there like there's a lot okay. of, a lot of talk and there, but there's yeah. also rumors that the flyers are really good at smoke screens right now so like a lot of people think they're going to do this the other half think they're going to do that else. and no one really knows yeah 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 so okay. interesting interesting they are really leaning into their um you know their Arena mates, uh, the Sixers tanking, and, and you know yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 fun. The beginning of like a rebuild like that. Um, so yeah. it is, it is. So we'll see what comes of it. But uh, anyway, from a a real draft to a fake draft, yes. we have a uh, another mock today. 
Uh, we're doing yes. a, another 12-team PPR, right? Yep, 12-team, full PPR. Um, you're going to be in the 7th spot. I'm going to be in the 11th spot. So both here in the back of the draft. Yeah, it'll be interesting that we're, we're close to each other. Um, I, I'm not happy that I have to read off all of the, the draft picks between my pick and my Did pick. You just that. have three people. <laughs> yeah, yeah not, a good, not a good day for me. I got my glass of water here, so we'll be okay. Um, I'm not looking forward to that. But yeah, it should be fun. I don't think I've drafted in the middle yet. I think I've always been on one of the ends. Um, you, I think, have been all over. Have yeah, you been in the I was, back yet? I don't know if I was at the back. I've been in the middle and I've been at one. Um, I might be thinking you were in the back because we did so many mocks yes, for your dynasty for the startup. dynasty startup where I was nine <laughs> yeah. of ten. Yeah, that might be it. But uh, yeah, so I'm in seven. You're in 11. Ready to get started? Yeah, let's start it up. Let's do it. Okay. So one-on-one, Justin Jefferson, no surprise at this point. Uh, CMC, Eckler, Chase, uh, there's Kelsey, 105, and Jonathan Taylor right before me. Um, So I believe I was in the situation with the 10 mock that we did last week, the 10-team mock. I think I was at the end of that one, and I drafted Cooper Cup because I remember talking about never drafting Cooper Cup. Um, So here I am kind of in the same situation where Cup could be the guy that I want. Um, But I I do think I'm going to bob a little bit. I'm going to draft Bijan. You know, we talked on the last podcast about Bijan, uh, Bijan versus Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is gone, so I don't have to worry about that. So I'm just going to, I'm going to take my shot there, um, rely on that heavy amount of um, of volume that he's going to get. And we will see uh, what comes of that uh, before your pick will. I'll read off the picks, Barkley, Cup, and Tyree Kill. But I know we like to uh, bring up old players once in a while, right? Oh, um, uh, yeah. That we haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, so I was listening to the uh, Fantasy Footballers Dynasty podcast, and they brought up Doug Martin. Doug Martin. I also heard them I think, yeah. today bring up Dante Moncrief. Or maybe oh, it's another wow. podcast. Yeah, bring yeah. That's another name that came back. Yeah, I also saw um, I saw a package, a highlight package of Michael Vick, and Macklin was in there a couple yeah, times. So I was yeah. like, oh, man. So many good old it names. Is a, yeah, it I, is fun like bringing that, that up. We're just looking up some old highlights um, of some older players that you know, were stalwarts in the fantasy community at one point. Yeah, and you know, they retire, and they're, they are so quickly out of your memory. Yeah. You just never, never hear about them again. Yeah, it's interesting. It is anyway. very true. Uh, but yeah, clock, we, we move on here um, and we look at the next available players. So as you mentioned, um, you know, a couple of those guys go off. We really just have Kelsey off the board. Um, not a situation where I'd be looking to take a quarterback just yet. Uh, maybe somewhere in the middle of the second round, you know, with Pat Mahomes. But there's just so many. Um, Mark Andrews routinely going kind of at that. Next turn and uh, you know the two twelve three one turns and not really looking at that position yet either. Um, so looking at running backs, we've got Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Brees Hall. Um, not really thinking about many of them. I mean, Pollard's interesting. You know, Derrick Henry, Chubb. Um, there's some some concerns with Jacobs possible holding out. Um, so I think, you know, if I'm going to go running back, I'd probably look to go running back in the next round, um, getting one of them on the turn there and, um, look to go with the receiver. Cause I think there is still quite a few of those top tier receivers available. Um, so looking at receiver, we've got CD lamb, 
Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, Garrett Wilson. There's quite a few big names there. Um, those top three, I think I'd be thrilled with any of those three. Um, so when I look at them, I think I think they're all kind of in the same range here for me. Lamb, Diggs, A.J. Brown, all on you know, going to be the number ones on high-powered offenses. Um, so if I can get one of the other two on my next pick, I'd be thrilled. But I guess the way I'll kind of break the tie here, um, because you know, happy to have any of them as my one, will be I want to go with the guy that there's really nobody else on the team I want, whereas the other guys I kind of like the, either the tight end or the wide receiver too. Um, so I'm going to go with Stephon Diggs here, the first, my first pick. If I can get A.J. Brown or Lamb, great. Um, but there's a potential you'll be able to get you know, maybe a Pollard if, you know, if Lamb's you know, in the next round. If you know, and if I took Lamb, I probably wouldn't want to do that. Um, with AJ Brown, you have Dallas Goddard, you have Devonta Smith. So um, keep you know the diversification available there, and we'll lock in Mr. Diggs first. After him, Derrick Henry, and then AJ Brown. So still have CD Lamb on the board here. Uh, definitely tempting to go with the running back, a bit of a wait, but I do think that there is you know a t- you know top kind of like five you know four or five that we saw go. Um, and then there's still, you know, a handful of just good running backs in the second, third, fourth round. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in two receivers here, go receiver heavy early. It seems like that's the trend that most people are going, which is kind of against the grain of the last few years of fantasy football. But in the PPR league, uh, you know, I think this one we're looking at, what, just two receivers, two flex. Um, I, I do tend to just want to get those receivers locked in. So I'm going to go CD Lamb and we'll see how the team looks. Um, with some future running backs. After Lamb, I get number 10 takes Patrick Mahomes, Nick Chubb goes next, and then Devontae Adams. I am not thrilled about this result. Um, yeah, I, I was looking it over, and I was like, oh, it would be nice if Lamb made it to me somehow. But then I, I knew it wouldn't get past you, and I was looking at ADP, and it looked like it was going to be Chubb. And I was like, oh, Bijan Chubb, you know, I could talk about Chubb in his... Uh, the pass catching hype he's gotten recently. Did you see that? Yeah, allegedly the the Browns, you know, some beat writers said that they're planning on using him a lot in the passing game, which I I feel like is just off off season BS. You know, he's never been used that way before. Um, but who knows? Um, and I was I was kind of excited to go running back, running back, and you know the other running backs here. You know, Josh Jacobs ADP wise makes sense. I'm just not really bought into that team. I don't know why. It's the same team as last year, minus Carr. Like Jimmy G and Carr, you know, they're pretty comparable to some degree. Um, and then Waller's gone, but Waller wasn't that great. So like it's a similar team. It's, I don't know. It seemed like an outlier year from Jacobs. You know, maybe that's new coaching stuff coming in. And then after that, you got Pollard and, and Reese. They're uh, I'd be drafting like ahead of ADP here. Pollard would be interesting. Brees would be really interesting if I wasn't so worried about his health. And, and just, you know, I don't want my number two running back to be missing the first X number of games and then, you know, being slow coming out, you know, maybe closer to uh, actual draft season. We'll have more information. I'd be more comfortable with that. But I guess we're going to go ahead and take a look at the wide receiver because we do have plenty of good options here. And, uh, we got lots of good ones. I mean, Garrett Wilson's the one that's screaming off the board to me um, of having all the, the Aaron Rodgers hype, uh, the Jets hype. But I've drafted him a couple places, so I think I am going to just pivot 
uh, quickly to uh, Mr. Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, he feels like someone I'm not going to be drafting this that much this year because his ADP does align with Garrett Wilson, and I you know, would rather just have Garrett Wilson. Um, but Amon Ra, you know, obviously fantastic wide receiver. Um, <clears throat> maybe some worries back half of the year when Jameson uh, Williams comes back, but he's going to take some time to get acclimated to the offense too and, and get up to game speed. So not super worried about Amon Ra. I'd be happy with him as my number one. So we're going to lock him in there. We'll see what ends up getting back to me. So Jacobs does go right after me. Uh, Garrett Wilson, Waddle, Pollard, Josh Allen, and T. Higgins. That rounds out the second round to start the third. Um, oh, man. Brees almost got to me. We had Jalen Hurts, Najee, Mark Andrews, Alave, ETN, and Brees Hall. So that right before me, that would have been pretty nice if I could have got him in the third round. Um, also seeing a... Uh, a couple zero RB teams or zero wide receiver teams. No, speaks correctly. <laughs> zero RB teams taking shape here. We got uh, team one with Jefferson, Higgins, and Hertz. That's pretty solid. Um, team four with Chase Waddle and Olave. That is, uh, Olave breaks out. That's scary right there. <laughs> that, that's, that's a pretty good team. Um, but alas, I'm sitting here with Bijan and Amon Ra. Uh, at the wide receiver position, we have Ramondre Stevenson, Kenneth Walker, Jameer Gibbs, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon. Um, at wide receiver, the, uh, Devonta Smith, DK Metcalf, Debo, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley. And then at tight end, uh, we do still have Hawkinson, Kittle, Pitts, Goddard, Waller, blah, blah. Um, I, I'm looking here. I'm happy with my list of wide receivers. Um, and given multiple teams there are two teams after me that don't have running backs at all one being you one being the team right before you i'm assuming some running backs are going to go and maybe some nice wide receivers are going to drop to me so i will strike at running back first um and i think you know top of the board Ramondre stevenson i think he's the guy i want here um but pretty solid in there as the uh, um, new england's top guy I, I think they'll be leaning on him a lot because mac jones is just not so far developing the way anyone really wanted him to um now there was some hype on pierre strong this week as you know me and you, you discuss it as potentially really getting a lot of that uh pass catching role and being a james white type player um would be awesome for us um but i'm not too worried about that factoring into uh stevens in here so i am going to just lock him and get my second running back here in the top three rounds more of a a traditional team i'm establishing here two running backs in the first three rounds so we'll see how that plays out for me um, no running backs after me, man. Metcalf, Burrow, and uh, Devonta Smith go. You are on the clock. Yeah, Metcalf and Smith would have been tempting to go with like a wide receiver heavy team here. Uh, but with them both going, uh, I think I'm look back toward the running back position. And depending on what's there, may look, you know, then I have some flexibility to either go with a third receiver or second running back next round. Um, the top guy here for me is taking a shot on rookie. Jameer Gibbs. Um, I feel like a lot of time we see, you know, the one or two rookies go super high, and we're seeing that obviously with Bijan. But I feel like this late in the third round, um, the upside of Jameer Gibbs, I think they're going to want to run the ball. He is a guy that had, you know, could be a league winner this year on that offense. Really good offensive line. And, you know, waiting this late, you kind of want to take an upside shot here. So we're going to go Gibbs first. Uh, Gibbs, Debo Samuel, and Keenan Allen go. Um, so, still quite a few running backs here. Ken Walker is interesting. I feel like he has been falling 
Uh, but I feel like he's got a pretty good baseline. It seems like a team that's going to want to run the ball, you know, 25 to 30 times a game. And you're probably going to, you know, get maybe a solid split between those two. Um, but if one were to go down, the other one would have huge upside. Um, so Ken Walker is interesting here. If I'm looking, we've still got TJ Hawkinson. Not a bad spot here to take him if you're looking to get that next tight end. Um, but I'm going to hold off on the tight end position. And not really thinking about quarterback, you know, Lamar, this is you know, where his ADP is um, roughly, but um, I'm looking to load up on receivers and running backs at this stage. I'm not going to take one this early. So receivers, Mark Cooper is interesting. Um, I think he's you know, going to be in for you know, probably another good year. I think that Deshaun Watson is going to be able to you know, get a little, for, a little more back to game shape. Um, so he would be probably the option here, but there's still quite a few good receivers. I think running back is going to be the move here for me. Um, you lucked out with team 12, not going running back at all. If you were looking to get a third one coming up here. Um, but yeah, looking at the guys available, I think I'm going to take, you know, who I think has like a decent floor and a pretty high ceiling, you know, depending on how the rest of the team works out with Ken Walker. Um, he's a guy that, you know, had they not drafted Jarbonet, he's you know probably a clear second round pick, maybe even a first round pick this year. So getting him this late, you know, pairing him with the receivers I have, I don't know, run heavy team, pretty happy with the way it worked out. So Ken Walker off the board. Next, Amari Cooper, Alvin Ridley, and Lamar Jackson. So 10 picks, only two running backs by me. Nobody else took one if you were looking to go with another. Yeah, my uh, my strategy of wide receiver is falling to me. <laughs> out. Um, and then I got kind of excited because I was looking at the board. I was like, oh, Lamar Jackson might get to me. I just have one mm. team to get past because the other two have running or quarterbacks in the last. Not, it is not to the be. case. And it's not the case at all. So now it's the gamble. Well, Justin Fields is next up. Is he the one I take my shot on? But probably not. Um, like you said, uh, running backs didn't go. So we got some good value there. Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, J.K. Dobbins, Damian Pierce, Alexander Matson, uh, Miles Sanders at the wide receiver position. We do have DeAndre Hopkins still up here. Um, Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, Drake London, uh, Christian Watson, Jerry Judy. Um, so... I, I was really hoping like an Amari Cooper or a Keenan Allen would get to me, but the, the running backs did not fall the way I wanted them to. Um, so, you know, sometimes when other people, Bob, you weave, yeah. I think I'm going to weave here. You know, if everyone's going uh, wide receivers, then I'm going to grab some of those trusty running backs and, you know, hope I can continue to hit late at wide receiver. Like we typically aim to do mm-hmm. um, with some upside guys. Uh, the question two, uh, it's not Aaron Jones, it's J- not Joe Mixon. Um, the first one that comes off to me is J.K. Dobbins, which it feels weird because it's it has felt like a couple years since we've been interested in J.K. Dobbins in the draft. Um, you know, last year was the injury. You know, the year before, I don't I don't recall what was going on. But it feels like it's been a little while. Um, Damian Pierce, another solid option. You know, Madsen. Real good. Miles Sanders, real good. Um, but, you know, if I'm looking at my roster, you know, Bijan, I, I don't think I've drafted this year. Amon Ra, I have it. Stevenson, I have it. So I'm just going to stick with that trend. I'm going to draft J.K. Dobbins because I haven't drafted him so far. Um, the Ravens' offense looks to be explosive this year. 
And we're hoping that, you know, the rising sea lifts all boats or whatever they say. So we're, we're locking rising in the two goblins. Give me, there you go. Rising tide. <laughs> yes. Um, gives me three running backs here to start in the first four rounds. Hawkinson goes right after me. There goes Matson, McLaurin, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, DJ Moore. That rounds out the fourth. Uh, and then we got Christian Watson, George Kittle, uh, Justin Herbert, Justin Fields, Pierce, and Hopkins right before me. Um, that's a shame because I, I was going to look at like a Herbert. Um, I yeah. figured Fields wouldn't get picked, but I thought Herbert might. Um, now, Miles Sanders is here. Like, I can really lean into this running back thing yeah. with him. Yeah, can only start three, um, but the value is still there. And, you know, the value, yeah, good yeah. depth, good trade options. Yeah, so we'll see. Let's let's take a look at what else is out there. Um, Trevor Lawrence, Dak, Watson, Tua, Anthony Richardson. So we're drying up at that quarterback position. Um, at wide receiver, Drake London. You want that volume? You're getting it with Drake London, Jerry Judy, Chris Godwin, Michael Pittman, uh, Hollywood Brown, Michael Williams, then a tight end, uh, Pitts, Goddard, Waller, Fryermuth. Tough one. Um, I'm regretting some things. I don't know what I'm regretting. Maybe Stevenson. If I would have grabbed a, you know, a Debo or yeah, and then now, like, would I rather have? Uh, Stevenson, Dobbins, and Drake London, or would I rather have, you know, Debo, Dobbins, and Sanders? Probably Debo, Dobbins, and Sanders. Uh, just thinking out loud, just a little thought exercise here. I think, oh, I was going to go Drake London, but I have Bijan, and I don't th- want two pieces of Atlanta. <laughs> They're not good enough to me to want two pieces. Yeah. You know, both are going to be great volume plays, but. Yeah, the touchdown upside. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's gonna be a tough sell. Um, you know, Jerry Judy scares me just because of Denver. Uh in total, Chris Godwin scares me because of Tampa offense. Michael Pittman scares me because of Indy's quarterback situation. I follow Hollywood Brown, and he is more interesting. You know, obviously there's some risk with Kyler. Um so this is has become a tricky situation because these wide receivers are they all have question marks. Mike Williams constantly hurt. Ayuk, the two for his team. Lockett, steady, but you got JSN there now. So it is uh it's not the uh the loveliest of situations. I am gonna go with Hollywood Brown. That seems like a risk if Kyler if Kyler misses a significant amount of time to start the year, I'm in trouble. Um, hopefully come draft season we have some more clarity because we we still don't have clarity on <clears throat> Kyler, right? No. no, I don't believe yeah, so. That, that's kind of worrisome. Like if I was in a draft right now, I don't know if I, that's my number two. I don't know if I could pull the trigger. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pivot. If this is a real draft, I don't think I would do it. I think I would lean on a Jerry Judy. So I'm going to go with Jerry Judy, even though he worries me as well. Um, he's not hurt. His quarterback's not hurt. So, uh, yeah, that puts him above everyone else, I guess. So Miles Sanders goes, Drake London, and then Dalvin Cook, who apparently has gotten an offer from Miami. We'll see uh, what happens on that front, but he has an offer, allegedly. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I, I feel like a lot of people are racing to look to try to trade for a Devon chain, let's say, if Cook goes there to try to get him on a discount. You know, people looking to panic sell. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I think it probably hurts more of a Raheem Mostert and um, 
Um, you know, Wilson more than a train. A train seems like he's probably locked into kind of like a 10 touches a year or a, a game role for this first year. Uh, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see if, if cook lands there. Yeah, indeed. There's a lot of, you know, if cook goes there, that would kill Jeff Wilson for sure. Most are probably two, but most of that I think is probably good enough. Yeah. To it's interesting. Maybe split. Yeah, Off the top of your head, do you do. know both of their ages? I was surprised, and I just learned that what their ages. Mostert are. and Wilson. Yeah, uh, I don't think they're. Uh, I think Wilson's older by a year or two. I would say Wilson's like twenty nine, and Mostert's twenty seven or twenty eight. So they both just signed, or they both under contract for two more years. Mostert's thirty one. Wilson's twenty seven. Oh. oh. Wow, yeah, was I wow, right. One for most that, huh? that blew my mind too. I was, I would have, I was thinking the same thing you were thinking before I had checked that out recently. Oh, because Mostert didn't get his start with the 40. No, he was on he the was Eagles on for else's... a bit, he was somewhere else. Like, he was just a yeah, kicker for a while before he actually yeah. broke out as a running back with the Niners. Yeah, that's why, mm-hmm. that's why. that makes sense. Which, okay. you know, he probably Probably doesn't back. have a ton of miles on his tires either, but um, but yeah, he's yeah. a little older. Alas, um, here at my pick, um, a few of the guys that I was looking at to fall, like a Judy or Sanders or London, um, did not. Um, so there are still some solid players at the running backs and receiver position. Um, a Hollywood Brown, like you mentioned, Chris Godwin's still here. Brendan Ayuk, um, some solid options there. At running back, James Connors, another solid one that I think would be a good fit for kind of the upside I'm looking at for my top other guys there, Cam Akers. Um, but with everything falling the way it did, I think I'm going to pivot here and go with our boy Trevor Lawrence, um, especially with the team behind me not having a quarterback yet. And, and you know, kind of lucked out that two um, two other computer teams, not, not named yourself there, did not go quarterback. I figured all three, including Lawrence, would have gone. And at that point, I would have just punted a little further with Dak and, and Deshaun Watson as the top guys. But Going to go with it, I think, you know, kind of drafting probably closer to ceiling this year, uh, you know, in that Fields-Herbert kind of tier. Uh, but I think he could really step up, you know, has more weapons there, second year in this system with Doug Peterson. I think it's a, a really good opportunity here to get a guy that could be a top five quarterback. After him, Chris Godwin and DeAndre Swift come off the board. Um, so, so before you pick, yeah. what do you think of that team, team 12? So we're looking, you know, for those audio only, it's, uh, Derek Henry and Deandre Swift as your running backs. He just got his second running back in the sixth round. And then AJ Brown, Debo, Keenan Allen, Godwin. And like, is that, that's a solid, I mean, yeah, they're receiving not zero core. RB no. weighted. I mean, he's like a hero RB almost with Derek Henry uh, and Swift has a ton of upside. So if you hit on Swift. You've got some stability at receiver with Allen and Godwin as your, you know, third and fourth. AJ Brown's got a high floor and a high ceiling, and I think Debo still has a pretty high ceiling. Yeah, it's an interesting team they've constructed. Yeah, it's there, an interesting right? build. It's, it's a build be- that I feel like something that you know that you and I would build here, not going with quarterback or tight end, and you know, yeah. almost leaning into one position over the other to start. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. Just wanted to call. It. Yeah. Um, so we've got some tight ends, still have Kyle Pitts here on the board, um, Dallas Goddard, Waller. So some interesting options. Um, but because I went quarterback, 
Um, I just know how I'd feel about the team if I went with the tight end early as well and, and wasn't getting depth at those other positions until later. Um, so we're going to look here at either wide receiver or running back. Um, receiver, we'll be looking at Hollywood Brown or a Brandon Ayuk. Um, and at running back, I think that's probably where I'm going to go because I feel pretty good about my top two receivers to start. Um, I have James Conner available, Cam Akers. And Connor is a guy that I just I think he's just going to get so much volume. Obviously, there is some risk there with you know they signed one of these running backs out there. Um, but at this stage, you know if I'm drafting and you know when, when you're actually drafting, in all likelihood we'll know where everybody is, and then Connor will either fall because one of those guys signed there a little bit, um, or possibly rise a little bit more if he stays here. I think it's a great value if he's going to be the guy that gets all the volume here. So solidify my receiving core a little bit here um, with the upside that I have at receiver and at quarterback. So we're going to go James Conner after him, Kyle Pitts, Cam Akers and Dallas Goddard. So I hope you weren't looking for tight end. We got a couple tight ends go off the board. Yeah. Um, it is a little worrisome. Goddard getting to me would have been nice. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I didn't. I surely didn't start a running back or a wide receiver run, did I? All the running backs went. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I'm looking at the the wide receiver. It's all the same guys I didn't like last time. Um, running backs here. Um, we do have Javante Williams. We have Kamara. We have Rashad White, Pacheco. You know, as I have said in other drafts, I am in a pretty good running back position where I could take a shot on Javante and wait. Um, but man, anytime I've drafted somebody, there, there's always a guy around like six, seven, or eight who has a suspension or an injury. He's coming back like week eight, and you just figure, you know, if I, I have a good enough team, I, if I survive till then, I'm going to be great. I did it last year when we went, when I went zero RB in our league, and it was DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. And it just freaking hurt. Itchy. And it wasn't his fault. That was Kyle Pitts sucking. Yeah. Trey Lance getting hurt immediately. Like there was other flaws of that team, but man, just sitting on someone for so long just sucks. Um, so I, I don't think I could pull the trigger on him. Um, looking at those other positions I need, we do have Dak. We got Watson. We got Tua. We got Richardson at tight end. We got Waller, Fryermuth, Ingram, and Joku. I'm okay waiting at tight end. I think the quarterback I am targeting is Tua. So let's take a look at the 80 or the uh, the team builds we have here. I have uh, six teams in front of me, four of which have quarterbacks already. Um, and just looking at ADP, two was usually not going here. We do have two uh, quarterbacks in front of him. We have an Anthony Richardson who's going to be drafted all over the board. So I am comfortable waiting another round for my quarterback. Tight end, we're just going to keep waiting on. So we're going to grab our, our wide receiver here. Um, Hollywood's still here. Um, I mean, I'll read off the list. It's, it's just pretty similar. Pittman, Hollywood, uh, Mike Williams, Brandon Ayuk, Tyler Lockett, Christian Kirk, Mike Evans. Um, you know, I might... There's two names that are really jumping off of me. One's Hollywood, just because he's the wide receiver one, man. If Kyler, when Kyler comes back, he's going to be so good. It's just how much time is Kyler missing? Yeah, yeah, I was strongly considering him. Yeah, now, you know, as him being my three, it makes more sense. Um, so that's your your risky upside. And then your, your safer play, if you want to be safe, is Christian Kirk, I think. Um, you could probably put Lockett into that category. I to some degree, but Kirk's going to be pretty safe with his volume. I think 
I'm going to roll the dice. Um, I, I don't think my team is built up of dice rolls for once. You know, Bijan should be pretty solid. I know he's a rookie, but he should be solid. Amon Ra will be solid. Uh, Stevenson should be. I think most people would put him in the will be category, but we know what happens with these running backs. They just come and go. So I'll say should be. Um, Dobbins a little risky. You know, G's a little risky, but you're in, you know, round four or five. It's going to happen. So uh, Hollywood, the situation's the riskiest of everything, but I'm okay taking that risk. I haven't taken any huge risks yet. So we'll lock him in there. It's my wide receiver three. Rashad White goes after me, then Pittman, Darren Waller, Mike Evans, Pacheco, and Deontay Johnson there to round out the. Uh, sixth round. Um, team one just got his first running back in the seventh round, Javante Williams. That is interesting for a zero RB approach. Um, Kamara goes 702, JSN goes, uh, Montgomery, Mike Williams, Ayuk, and I am back on the clock. Uh, and well, no quarterbacks went. Wow. So I can, can, yeah, I can keep playing the game because, uh, there's only one team after me that doesn't have a quarterback, and it's Team 12, who I don't know what they'll do. But, you know, the odds of them taking Tua out of you know all the options available, I think, are pretty low. So I'm fine waiting again. Um, not a lot has changed at the tight end position. Uh, Waller went, so I'm going to keep kicking that can. We'll go wide receiver, and I will lock in my Christian Kirk. You know, I just brought him up last time as a safer option, so pairing him with Hollywood makes me happy. Tyler Lockett goes. Uh, Traylon Burks, I know that is someone you were probably looking at. And Johan Dotson, another guy I'm sure you were looking at. Um, did you just get burned on back-to-back yeah, picks there? probably like six picks yeah, in a row, yeah. really, man. I was hoping to oh, get wow. one of those receivers and six straight receivers go here leading in my pick. So that is rough. Um, there, Yeah, as I look, man, I regret the, the counter pick um, and not being able to go with a, a receiver there. Because there's still decent running backs uh, available, you know, wouldn't feel great about my running back depth, but the receiving core definitely dies out. Um, so I probably am going to go with two receivers here. You know, almost tempted to go with a tight end um, and just try to get some more upside there. But I, I think I just need to get that because that receiving core is going to just dry up quickly so you have a george pickens here um interesting you know probably going to be the two there but i think that's going to be a pretty run first offense um and you know he'll make his splash plays but i am a little more down on him for this year than i feel like a lot of people are um so if i look at the the receiver position we've got some of the rookies and jordan addison and quentin johnson i feel like are both solid options um, I you know hate relying on the rookie position, but I feel like they're both guys that are going to be in offenses that are going to pass more. Um, Addison should be the two there. You know, Hawkinson obviously will be involved. Um, so maybe the third option, and then Quentin Johnston, you know, could be an interesting option there as well. Um, but yeah, it it dries up, man. We've got Kadarius Tony, Brandon Cooks, which you know obviously hurts that I have. They have. CD Lamb already, so it makes that not really much of a choice. Um, if we look back at the running back position, there's not even running backs that are screaming out. So I think it's just a rough part of the draft. With the James Cook, AJ Dillon, Gibson, Brian Robinson, so there's not a ton there either. Um, so I think, I think I'm going to go with Jordan Addison first here, take a shot on one of these rookie receivers, and, and he's one that I think you and I 
we're both pretty excited about for this season um, even. Um, so I think he's a guy that, you know, it has a pretty good floor uh, if he wins the job that I think most of us think he's going to win. Uh, obviously that, that ceiling probably not there behind the best receiver. I think most people agree here in football, uh, but I do think there is a, you know, a good opportunity for him. Um, so going to go with him first here. Um, after him, Antonio Gibson and Dak Prescott go, if you're open for Dak. And on top, uh, to stack there with him, we've got a lot of young receivers here. Brennan Cooks, I mentioned there. Michael Thomas, up someone thrilled about. But someone a little further down on the ADP list. Um, and, and, you know, he may be there for my next pick. Um, but, you know, given that most of the time we're not going to be drafting against the computer and, you know, you can't rely on where ADP is going to be, I'm going to go with a Cortland Sutton. Um, I think we still don't know if it's going to be him, Judy, or a combination of the two. You know, obviously with the way the ADP looks right now, it, you know, most people are banking on it being Judy, um, and you know, Sutton not really being as far involved. But you know, ADP is 109 for Sutton right now. I mean, you got Judy at what, you know, 507. So you know, in within the 50s uh, range, right? You know, yeah, probably like 55 ish. So. I think it's a you know, good spot here. So I'm going to take Sutton, get another receiver here just to get some depth. The guy I think has a you know decent floor, maybe not the upside that Addison could you know have, um, and some of these other rookies could have. But I want to get some guys that I think are going to be able to build some depth out on my team. So after Sutton, James Cook, George Pickens, and A.J. Dillon. It's funny, a few years ago, every analyst in the world was running with the stat that when you have two teammates that are uh, kind of question marks, then nine times out of 10, the one with the higher ADP is the one that you want to have. So in this case, it'd be Judy. Uh, but that year, Ayuk was ahead of Debo, and Debo had his massive season, and I haven't heard anyone repeat that stat since. Um, so yeah, you just go with Sutton made me, made me think of that. Uh that old little stat. Um, so I am back on the clock. Uh, my first pick is easy. I'm going with Tua. Um, even if Team 12 didn't go with a quarterback, I don't think I would have rolled the dice because, you know, as as realistic as we're trying to be, we do got to consider sleepers here. And, you know, I got a feeling backups could be coming into play soon. So I'm not going to roll the dice anymore. I'm just going to lock in Tua. We'll see what gets back to me. Quentin Johnston goes, um, Deshaun Watson goes, not a backup, just to a, uh, a team that needed a quarterback. Brian Robinson, Brandon Cooks, Michael Thomas, and Fryermuth go to round out the eighth round. Rashad Penny, uh, the running Jamal Williams, too many Jay Williams, um, goes there at 902. Tony Ingram, Gabe Davis, Anthony Richardson right before me at 906. So pretty certain Tua would not have gotten back to me. Mm-hmm. So Quite happy with that. Um, running backs, we got Charbonnet, we got P. Ryan, Khalil Herbert, A. Chain, Damian Harris, Elijah Mitchell at the wide receiver position. We got Juju, Zay Flowers, Bateman, Jamison Williams, Elijah Moore, and Odell Beckham. And then at tight end, we got Njoku, Schultz, Komet, Kincaid, Chig, Dolchich. So let's take a look at the tight end position here. Only two people after me have a tight end. You are not one of them. I know who you want, so I am drafting Chick. And maybe you're fine with Njoku, but I'm I'm worried he's not going to get back. 
me. So I'm going to take my shot. I'm going to grab Chick now. I know we both think he's got a lot of upside mm-hmm. um, to him. I'll get my tight end out of the way, and we'll see what gets back to me. Straight running backs after that. Clue Herbert, P. Ryan, and H.A. Yeah, I was debating both of them. Um, I feel like Chig or Dulcich maybe would have gotten back to my next pick. Probably not, you know, to the, you know, the turn after that. Um, but Njoku is a pretty solid option still available here. You know, P. Ryan and Cole Herbert go. They were the running backs that I was really eyeing up. Um, Charbonnet is enticing. I know you usually don't double up with the same running back and same team, but Walker and Charbonnet is interesting. I don't know that I enjoy trying to pick which one to start each week, but getting both and guaranteeing you'd have the one, you know, if something were to happen to one of them is interesting. Uh, but it seems like you're you know, also kind of lighting a pick on fire too. So I'm going to go Njoku first here. We'll see what this team behind me does. They go Schultz and Bateman. So they don't make the decision for me. Charbonnet's still sitting here. Um, we've got Juju Smith-Schuster you know, here from looking at receiver. Um, we've got Zay Flowers. We have Mr. Jameson Williams suspended half the year. Eli Moore. Odell Beckham. Lazard. Jacoby Myers a little further down. Um, some interesting options here. I think I'm going to take a, another shot on a receiver, you know, a young guy um, looking at like a Zay Flowers. If I look at some other running backs, I mean, Damian Harris is here, but not really thrilled about him. I mean, obviously, kind of tough only having three running backs, but I'm pretty solid on them. So, you know, could take some shots on other guys that I like a little further down here on the ADP board. So I'm going to go to Zay Flowers, get another receiver here. I've got five receivers. Feel pretty good about my receiving core. Um, the depth there um, with the tight end and the tight end and quarterback combo. So after that, Zach Charbonnet finally goes. Dalton Kincaid and Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, so back on the clock here. We don't have to look at tight end. We don't have to look at quarterback anymore. Um, it has been a long time since I've added a running back. So my lean's there, but let's take a look at the wide receivers. Uh, we got Jameson, Elijah Moore, Odell Beckham, Lazard, Myers, Thielen, Mooney, Boyd, Rondell Moore. No one that's really jumping off the, the page at me here. So I will go ahead and, and grab a running back here that I could add as some depth. We got Damian Harris, who's interesting. Um, Elijah Mitchell, you know. Everyone probably worried because CMC is obviously the guy there, mm-hmm. but I, I think we'll still get enough usage to be a, a, a guy you could plug in from time to time. Um, Jarek McKinnon, who just will not die, <laughs> pops up from t- consistently. Um, Tyler Algier, who probably will die this year with Bijan there. Um, and I have no interest in him on my team since I got Bijan. Um, Singletary, you know, big question mark there. Kendra Miller, question mark. Foreman, if you want to throw a dart at uh, Chicago. Um, I think, you know, part of me wants to get Elijah Mitchell. Cause I, but I think I am going to go Damian Harris. It has a shot at being the starter. I would think a pretty good shot. Um, yeah. James Cook is the real competition there. Yeah. I would think Damian Harris is, you know, your first, second down guy or James Cook is your third down guy. That, that's how I see it playing out. Um, but, you know, I don't think Damian Harris is good enough to like guarantee that, you, you know, Damon Harris could just be absolutely nothing. And then Elijah Moore is fine getting his work and has a game here and there. But I'm going with Damian Harris to lock in a little bit of depth because I've been ignoring that position. Uh, we had Aaron Rodgers go, Kirk Cousins, Elijah Moore, Jameson Williams, Cole Komet, Alan Lazard. That rounds out the 10th round. Um, we have Elijah Mitchell, OBJ, 
uh, Jacoby Myers, McKinnon, Tyler Argier, and Dolchitz goes right before me. Um, Dolchitz was one of the guys I was considering with a Conquo. Um, it was Njoku, Chig, and, and Dolchitz, but I already had Judy, and I didn't want to double up yeah. the pass catchers there. So that's really why I pulled the trigger on, on Chig ahead of time. I didn't want to get burned there. Um, but back on the clock, uh, running backs are pretty similar. I'm not, you know, Roshan Johnson and, and Foreman are enticing. Kendra Miller, kind of interesting. Uh, Jalen Warren, maybe, but I feel like I can wait. Um, the wide receiver position. Uh, let's get a reminder of who I got. I got Amon Ross St. Brown, Jerry Judy, uh, Marquis Hollywood Brown, Christian Kirk. So a, a decent blend of upside and some security. So I don't think there's anything I really need per se. Um, I think hmm, I, I might reach a little bit here and buy some hype. So Thielen is interesting here. Like he's going to be a guy that's going to get plenty of targets in Carolina. I don't know the value of those targets. <clears> you know, maybe maybe a rookie quarterback with a new head coach combined with a you know an aging veteran is not the best combo in the world, and people are overvaluing Thielen. You think the volume would be there? Mooney's not bad. Boyd's just a three. Rondell, ugh, I already have Hollywood, so I'm not interested there. I'm going to reach, and I'm going to grab Romeo Dobbs. Based on the hype, yeah, hype we got quote today. unquote go to guy of Jordan Love. So I don't know if that's really going to mean anything, but you know, I'm looking at the guys around them and nobody's really popping off the page today. So we're going to lock him in, see if that hype's real. We have Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, and Russell Wilson go three picks in a row right before you. I'm sure you're happy about yeah, that. Yeah, I love to see that. Finally had something work out for me here. Hoping to get a Mr. Devin Singletary um, at the running back position here. Uh, this late, I feel like he's a guy that is going to be in, you know, a two-man timeshare. And, you know, I think most people are assuming it's going to be Damian Pierce you know, as we see him going much, much higher. Uh, where would he go? The fifth round. Um, but I think Singletary is going to get work there. He's going to be the guy I think that I think he's going to be more trusted in pass protection. So he's going to be on the field for passing downs, you know, going to get some potential targets and dump offs because of that. Um, and I think he's, you know, they paid him for a reason. He's going to get some, you know, carries, even if it's just a light in the load and you don't rely too much on Damian Pierce. So Singletary is pretty easy first pick here. We see another quarterback go and then a Darnell Mooney. So that's always good to see. Um, so a lot of the quarterbacks off the board there. We've got Adam Thielen, Tyler Boyd, Rondale Moore, Mingo, Rice, Sky Moore. So some interesting options there. Um, you mentioned Rondale Moore. Upside shot, I mean, because, you know, it's really just what Rondale Moore, Dorch, who else would be competing for that second receiver spot? If somebody I'm missing receiver-wise, I've got the two tight ends. In Arizona? Yeah. Michael Wilson. Yeah, the rookie, yeah, so Michael Wilson. So there's some interesting options there. Um, If we're looking at running backs, so Kendra Miller, Foreman, Mostert, Zeke. Um, so some uh, other solid options there, but I like uh, another rookie receiver here loading up on the rookie receivers, which I feel like usually we end up going more rookie running back. So this is a pretty rookie heavy team. Um, but Jonathan Mingo is a guy that I think has an opportunity. There's just a lot of unproven receivers around him or older receivers like your Adam Thielen. Um, and he had a lot of good scores coming out that point to you know, being a breakout, he is a guy coming at Ole Miss. Uh, we've seen a lot of good Ole Miss receivers 
you know, that have come out in recent memory here. So I think Jonathan Mingo is interesting. I know, you know we talked about for a rookie quarterback, it usually doesn't bode well for the receiving core. Um, but I think he's going to be a guy that I look more for a floor play. Like I, you're not going to get like the breakout, that kind of top tier receiver. Um, but when you look at it, I feel like you'll see that a lot of the rookie quarterbacks will be able to produce decent, you know, receivers. You're not seeing that, you know, 15 points a game, 18 points a game, but I can see a double digits, you know, 10, 11, 12. Um, but at this stage, just getting another depth piece, a guy that I like just compared to really everything else around here. So going to go with another upside shot of a Jonathan Mingo. After him, Kendra Miller, Adam Thielen, and Raheem Mostert. Okay, so taking a look at the running back position, I mean, it's pretty similar. We still got those shots on Chicago um, that I'm, I'm kind of enticed by at the wide receiver position. Very similar to what we had before. Um, you know, Will just talked about that quite a bit. I think the guy I'm targeting at the wide receiver position right now is Jalen Hyatt. Get a rookie with a lot of, uh, I don't know how much opportunity yeah, he's going to have. Not, not great news recently. I mean, obviously, you know, hype or anti-hype, but said he was running with the threes um, was the last thing that people have said. And obviously a lot can change in the summer, but not what we yeah, hear to start. It's not. It's definitely not. Um but there's no one in front of him that's solidified. No. Maybe slightly, yeah. but you know, really Waller's the only guy that's guaranteed targets outside of the running back yeah, position. For real. And then, you know, he's running with the threes. But then I look around at everyone around him. Well, what's Zay Jones? Zay Jones is going to have Ridley and Kirk in front of him. Mm-hmm. He's a three. Uh, da- and Michael Gallup is going to have Lamb and Cooks in front. He's a three. Chark is going to have Thielen and then maybe Mingo in front of him. He's a three. So. Like everyone's around the same thing. Hyatt's the one with the upside to break into that. Um, so he's the one I'm targeting, but he's far enough down ADP that I can wait another round. So I'm going to lock in Roshan Johnson, get a uh, a rookie running back in a, a situation. You know, I'm not big on the bear situation. Like I think the three of them are just going to eat each other alive and none of them is going to come out with any sort of year long value. Uh, but in the 12th round, fine throwing a dart because who really cares about the 12th round so i'm going to throw my dart on the rookie um and we'll see what happens so lock him in foreman goes immediately after um boyd sky Moore, tyler higby rasheed rice zeke goes there uh bryce young goes gallup murray wow murray's down 1303 that's actually yeah very interesting <laughs> yeah i mean you grab him um, and then grab you know anybody to start the year but yeah, he just, he's got well, he's got Herbert and yeah, uh, for the, the auto pick. But if you were yeah. yeah waiting on quarterback, that could be yeah, you know, grab him and then pick someone on the off the waivers if you need to yeah, start the real. year. Or if you want to burn two picks, you know, you get a Daniel Jones, yeah, Tyler Brick the back, or who's there now? We got a uh, Carr, Love, Stroud, Stafford. Yeah, you grab Stafford. Still you know, there's guys. options. Absolutely, options. Stafford still blows off. my mind how far down he is. He's going to, he's going to outperform his ADP. I don't know if he'll be fantasy relevant or not, but he'll outperform. Um, But anyway, let's get on with the pick because we're we're running lower on time. Hi, it's the guy. He's still available. We'll lock him in there and just throw the dart that I've got an upside guy in New York. Uh, Sam Laporta goes Everett and then Nico Collins. You're up with your uh, second to last pick here. Yeah. So a couple of interesting options here. I'm going to be looking at the running back position. 
Um, some you know receivers just to call out Rashid Rashid Shahid in New Orleans. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones, Wondell Robinson, you know Van Jefferson's further down there. Uh, all solid options here, I think. Um, but going to take some shots at running back here, given that I only have four. Um, first one is going to be Jalen Warren. He's going to be a solid, you know, handcuff to somebody that I can get here. And he proved that I think he's going to get carries. And if he is the guy, that's an improved offensive line. You know, all the things that we've talked about, about Najee Harris and how you know, it could be a bounce back here for him. Warren should benefit from that as well. And should there be an injury ahead of him? Warren could really benefit. So he is someone that I'm going to take here. Um, and then I'm also going to take a shot on another guy that I think um, you know we'll see early how much is used, especially this early in Chase Brown in Cincinnati. I haven't taken him much, but upside guy here. You know, if I'm looking at running back depth, these are guys I'm probably going to look to churn through if I don't see anything early. So I'm going to grab these two. Um, Brown's going to be a guy that I you know don't mind cutting if I don't see anything early out of him. Um, so after Chase Brown in Cincinnati. DJ Chark, Jerome Ford, and Donovan Peoples-Jones. There's actually like quite a few very interesting options here. Um, Tajay Spirits, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is still here. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Um, Gus Edwards here, you know, wide receivers, you named a, you know, Shahid, uh, Jalen Reed, Renfro's here, Osborne, Wondell Robinson, Mechie, Marvin's like there's interesting, Mara, uh, Van Jefferson, you know, we're talking about a bunch of people that are wide receiver three for their team. They're, he's wide receiver two. Um, some interesting options. I'm just going to bob and do something a little bit different just to talk about Jordan Love. Um, with, you know, a week one or two, you know, we'll know what he has. And if it is another Aaron Rodgers situation where he sat behind a goat for a few years and then he gets his chance and he just busts out, then he's on my team. Um, if not, I'll cut him and move along. So we've locked him in. That finishes up our draft. So I was in the seventh spot. Will, again, in the 11th spot. Um, so for me, quarterbacks, Tua and Jordan Love this time. Running backs, Bishon Robinson, Ramondre Stevenson, Dobbins, Damian Harris, and Rashawn Johnson. At the wide receiver position, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jerry Judy, Hollywood Brown, Kirk, Christian Kirk, sorry. Uh, Romeo Dobbs and Jalen Hyatt, and then at tight end, Chiga Conquo. What's your team looking like? Yeah, so my team, Trevor Lawrence at quarterback, Jameer Gibbs, Kenneth Walker, James Connor, Devin Singletary, Jalen Warren, and Chase Brown at running back, Stefan Diggs, CD Lamb, Jordan Addison, Cortland Sutton, Zay Flowers, Jonathan Mingo at receiver, and David Njoku at tight end. Um, solid. I like, I like it more than I thought. Uh, I may have pivoted and looked to get a third receiver a little earlier, um, because I'm really banking on Sutton and three rookies and hoping that one, at least one of those rookies hits, um, to have some depth at the position, but you know, being able to get a Trevor Lawrence and David and Joku feel pretty good about those two onesie positions. Um, and, and pretty solid about the running backs that I have there too. So I think it's a good team, you know, may have tweaked a few things at this point, but I think it's pretty solid. I think I'm good with my team. I'm worried about the wide receiver too. It's a lot of people I, I don't typically draft, so that gives me a lot of hesitation. Um, the bottom half of it, like from two a down, I'm cool. Like that, mm-hmm. that whole thing's fine. But 
going into a, a a season and being like, well, your wide receiver two is either Jerry Judy, Hollywood Brown, or Christian Kirk. Like that could be great, especially if Kyler's back within a few weeks. If that's the case, I love this team. <laughs> this is wonderful. Um, if it's not the case and Kyler misses like half the year, I'm quite worried. Um, but you know, I can move a wide receiver or running back piece and see what happens. And we got upside with Chig. You know, uh, there's a world. You know, he's a top three tight end this year. And, you know, I don't know if he passes Andrews, but you know, if he passes Hawkinson and, and Kittle and stuff, that wouldn't surprise me personally. He's not going to get up to one or two, but you know, a top guy. So that could be interesting. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting team. I don't love it. I don't hate it. Um, I see the upside. I see the risk. It's uh, just different. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Another good mock in the books here as we approach July. Yeah, man. It'll be uh it'll be actual draft season before we know it. It's hard to believe, but uh it won't be long. It won't be long at all. But yeah, that's gonna wrap up this episode. So tune in next week. We'll come at you with a, another mock. We'll have to discuss what that's gonna be. It won't be a 12 team, it'll be something a little bit different, but we will see. Um and until then, folks, trust your board. <laughs>